0: Welcome everybody to another episode of the Top Form Podcast. My name is Donovan Watkins, and I thank you so much for listening. We're doing more than one episode this week. We uh, have a lovely guest. Um, she was the lead role, lead female in the movie King of the Dancehall with Nick Cannon that was shot right here in Jamaica with some of the top actors in the world. Whoopi Goldberg, Lou Grosset, uh, Buster Rhymes, a bunch of top people were in that movie, And she's right here with us on the Top Form Podcast. She's also a makeup artist. Her name is Kimberly Patterson, beautiful Jamaican talent, who's taking the world by storm. She has the potential to be the next big superstar actor in the world. She's young, she's vibrant, she's charming, she's beautiful, and she can act, and she does makeup excellently. She has done makeup for some of the biggest people in the world, Sean Paul, Cardi B, Usain Bolt. She has done makeup for virtually anybody that is anybody in the Caribbean and international superstars like Cardi B. Um, She's going to be talking to us today about her journey as an actress, as a dancer, as a makeup artist, and she's going to be vulnerable and open. And this episode is especially for the creative people who are searching for a way to make waves in the industry. She spoke about the virtues of networking and how expanding her network actually helped her to increase her net worth. Um, And she, she was very candid with me. Uh, and she talked um about even her kiss. With Nick Cannon, which was amazing, Um, and I'm going to talk about that today. So, if you're yet to get my books, Jr's Hope or Coloring Culture, please go to Amazon or Barnes and Noble and get those. Those two books are really, really, really good. Um, And this episode is brought to you by the Hub Creative Space. At 34 Lady Musgrave Road, the hub is the place for all your co-working needs. If you want to have a meeting, if you want a quiet space to work, if you want to even have a conference, I'm having my conference, my boot camp, the Top Form Podcast boot camp on October 19th over there from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And it's a lovely, lovely space in the middle of New Kingston, Jamaica. Very quiet. Um, very peaceful. All the rooms are secluded. You can book, and the rates are super, super, super duper affordable. So that's the Hub Creative Co-working Space. Check them out. All right. So I'm gonna go to a break, and when I get back, get right into the interview with Kimberly Patterson. Dance
1: hall the hottest dance in all of Jamaica. All
0: of them Rihanna and Beyoncé videos, all they dance moves originated right here in the dance hall. who got the keys to Everything good, my Mama good. Could be better. We about to fix that though, right? All of the big them in another place like this on the planet. Dangerous, but good people. Only we dance.
1: Oh, are you too gangster? Tinking stone, sweat, tears, work fast, and hard. You got that last money
0: I sent you? I did. I might need to go in for another operation the $10 million dance clash.
1: You're going to win that dance competition and there's so many.
0: Hey. These gangsters are serious about this dance hall. Your answer to me, your answer to nobody. Your team, get ready for this. All dance, all money, we was all star. One good thing about music, when it hits you, you feel no pain. So welcome, welcome again to the Top Form Podcast. Again, we have a lovely guest this week. She's so beautiful, beautiful smile, got all her teeth intact. Looking shine. <laughs> uh, her specialty is makeup, but she branched out into acting. She's doing all kinds of things, motivational talks. And without much further ado, help me welcome Kimberly Patterson. Kimberly, what's up?
1: I'm good. Thank
0: you so much for joining me on the Top Form podcast. Mm-hmm. People are looking forward to hearing from you because a lot of people wondering, who was that hot girl in the Nick Cannon movie, King of the Dancehall? But before we even get there, um, tell me where you're from.
1: Well, I'm from Kingston, Jamaica. I mean, I was born in Kingston, but now I live in Hellshire, You know, a
0: small place. Hellshire in is in, in a, is an adjoining community in to Kingston in Jamaica. Right, right,
1: right. Portmore, right. Portmore,
0: Gaza City.
1: Portmore, I was well, not born, but grew. But
0: <laughs> people don't know, that's that's a, an adjoining Suda city mm-hmm. next to Kingston, Jamaica. Right. So you were born in Kingston, mm-hmm. but you moved to Portmore. Right. Um, tell us what growing up in your early life was like.
1: I mean, you know, living in Hellshore, far from everywhere, far from civilization. And so, you know, um, commuting was quite hectic, but I did it. And then from, I went to Vaz and then I went to Immaculate, and then I went to UE. So it's always a back and forth kind of thing. So that was my life. I mean, growing up, it wasn't, I mean, I had a humble life.
0: Yeah, mom and dad
1: mommy and daddy i mean you're privileged um i, I would like to say so you know because many people don't have that family mm. setting my parents which is are beautiful now, my parents are now separated though but you know that happened when i was older and could understand mm. and, um some people are made for each other but not necessarily to live together but have a, may have a great friendship and that's my parents they respect each other and you know the morals and the principles uh, I still learned and you know I grew up to become who I am today
0: and what school did you go to like um, did you go to prep school primary school where
1: so I went to VAS prep from kindergarten straight up to um, grade 6 left at age 10 so I started high school which was immaculate very early I started, I left at upper 6, and I entered UA very early as well. I, I left upper 6 when I was 17, so I started UA when I was 17, and I studied psychology and HR at UA.
0: So, how, before we even reach what you studied at UA, going to high school, um, were you good at makeup? Were you good at... Um, Acting, Like, what, what talents were you developing at that early age? Basketball, right. I don't know what.
1: All right, so I can't, all right, so I have one brother and a sister, right? Um, shared between parents. But I do have an older sister on my father's side and now a younger sister on my father's side. So I grew up as a tomboy. But at the same time, I would always get a little face painting. Like, you know the face paints? And I would paint my sister's face, you know, in a circle with a blush and in the blue eyeshadow and in the bright pink lips. And then mommy would cross me off and say, Kimmy, what are you doing with Carrie? So your sister
0: was your, your guinea pig?
1: my guinea pig all the time. All the time. She still is, as well as my best friend. Um, I hated art in high school. Hated art. Maybe because, you know, the pressure was behind it and... I'm more of a free spirit, so I would be very artistic on my own, but yet when the pressure was behind it, then I would be like, mm, can't bother y'all, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. so I never, really had, I never really knew that creative side um, until later on, but as for the acting, my sister and I would always do like little skits, um, you would probably find some on Facebook, um, we'll, and then I would like pick up the camera and then record us, it was such a good life.
0: Did you play any sports?
1: I did. What sports? At Vaz Prep, I used to run track and field. Then um, I started dancing like towards the late part of Vaz Prep. I carried that over to Immaculate. I dropped running because you know you turn hot girl. (laughs) Well, you want to be a hot girl, so you kind of drop the sports thing. Um, I did swimming, I did badminton. I did dancing, I did cheerleading. Yes,
0: you do have a dancer's body and you did dance in like your posture is, is very straight and I could tell that you did some dancing and you were dancing yeah. really well in King of the Dance Hall.
1: Thank you. I mean, with King of, you know, once you start dancing, you never really lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if you want to get into the whole King of the Dance Hall. So. No, we're
0: going to get into it later, but I, I want to yeah. I wanna hear about um, that early stage of your development.
1: Well, let's take it back then to prep school, I was very shy, very, very shy. Remember I told you, I just told you that I didn't discover that I could dance until like grade six. I used to always hide behind the people. So would, um, as a subject, you know, you, you would have the dancing um, activity and I would always find myself at the back of the class trying to hide behind any girl I could find. But it was that one opportunity where we had to, were we, we learned our routine, and they found out that I was super flexible because my legs would go way up in the air. And they were like, Whoa, Jenny! Okay. <laughs> way up in the air, and then my dance teacher was like, Who is that at the back? Come over, stop hiding behind that girl. I was like, Oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. <laughs> All right, so I had to do it again, and then she's like, all right, so the move came again, and it went way up, and she was like, so surprised, she called the principal, Mm -hmm. and then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in trouble, what is going on? She put me in front of the class to show everybody the move. I was like, okay, but remember, take into consideration that I was super shy, so this was like a disaster for me, but everybody was like, wow, this is amazing. I was chosen to be a part of a quartet, for graduation and then I was like okay cool maybe I have a little something in dancing all right but then when I went to Immaculate um, my best friend she kind they she kind of molded me and brought out that side even more um, I danced with the one was dance troupe and then moved over to Zyko. that's a Barbara yeah Barbara Daniel. so she basically shaped and molded my dancing career yes
0: Okay, so then you went to high school. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you continue your dancing? Did you continue to seek out other talents?
1: Um.
0: And which high school you went to?
1: Immaculate. I went to Immaculate. So I mean, I did dancing and then I did cheerleading as well. Um, Immaculate wasn't big for cheerleading, but there was this cheerleading competition for the first year, like first time ever. Um, I don't remember who put it on. I don't remember. But Immaculate was a part of that first year, and we won the, the title, like the first title ever. I mean, the second year after that, the principal us so, out because she didn't like the idea of the whole skirts, you know, it was like a Catholic school. So she didn't like the whole skirts and jumping up in the air and doing pyramids and extending. Oh,
0: principal. <laughs> she
1: didn't, you know, it was like a nun. <laughs> so she she wasn't with that. So, um, Yeah.
0: And how, how did that make you feel? Did you, did you feel like the establishment was trying to kill your dreams? Because there you were, you were a shy kid. Now you're brave enough to wear miniskirts and jump and do all of that. And somebody's now telling you, as a woman, you cannot express all that you are. How you felt about that?
1: I mean, it was, I was kind of disappointed. But at the end of the day, I still had dancing to go to a woman's dance group with my friends. So uh-huh. it didn't really matter to me. Okay,
0: okay. So then uh, you left high school Mm -hmm. and you decided to go to college. Um, What did you go to study in college?
1: Psychology and and I did a minor in human resources.
0: And how did the switch to makeup come after? Because there's no psychology in makeup or is there? There is. Tell me about it.
1: (laughs) There is psychology and there is human resources in makeup. There's actually psychology and human resources in everything that you do because once you're relating to another person, So it still applies. Um, When I went to UA, I didn't know what I wanted to do at all. I mean, high school, at first I did the sciences, biochemistry, physics. And then after CXC, I dropped that. Reached the sixth form, I started to try out the whole business subject kind of thing, management of business. And I kept the biology and I tried, you know, just to explore a little bit. Then I went over to UA and I was like pressured, oh God, I need to choose something now. So I kind of did that for my parents. I chose something safe, you know. Um, so I did the psychology and HR, um, had my bachelor's. And uh, when I left UA, recession hit. So people were being laid off, left, right, and center. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? So I was just there at home. Doing nothing. Um, my best friend, you know, she has her family with another company. I don't really want to call any names. So um, so she got a job right away. My other friends got jobs right away. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I want to do. Because number one, I did the psychology and HR for my parents. So I was saying, okay, maybe I could try and start my own business. But then, you know, there's more to that if you want to do psychology. Um, so, um, I got an opportunity, another friend of mine, she contacted me and she was like, Kimmy, I have somebody here looking for a personal assistant for a little while, would you want to do that until you find um, a job somewhere else? So I was like, you know what, all right, yeah, let me let me just do it. So I took on a job and I was supposed to stay from November, from September to December. and. Uh, The relationship between my boss and I grew so much um, that she wanted me to stay. And then that four months turned into five years, turned into six years, and then um, the makeup opportunity kind of randomly happened. You had, you want me to tell you that story? Yeah. (laughs) All right, let me tell you that story. So, um, I was there at work, and then like four different groups of girls, like I'm talking about groups of twos, groups of threes, groups of fours, contacted me that same year, and I was like, wait, you know, I'm not a makeup artist, right? They're like, yeah, we know, we'll bring our own things, but we trust your skills, we'll pay you, we'll bring our own things, and you can do whatever, we just want to jump for carnival, and I was like, all right, then, because I was like, let me play around and see where this kind of technique is not like I doing anything that day, anyway. Um, I took the job called up my sister, my best friend, my friend, and I was like, you know what, let's, let's just do this and see how it worked out. I printed my towels, I said makeup by Kimberly Patterson so that the girls could have it while they um, jump on the street and everything. So it was like kind of advertising at the same time, even though I didn't know that makeup was coming mm-hmm. to me. Um, it was so successful that I did, my sister was like, Kimmy, you should take it on as a career, you know. I was like, Really? she's like yeah what you have to lose I was like okay and my boss at the time she she was backing me up the whole time she paid for me to do a four-week course um, and then I started networking and then I started working on set and then I started to find my own people and then here I am
0: tell us about the networking Um, what formula you had to make sure that you met the right people so that you could get more jobs And this, uh, give us your take on it from a makeup standpoint, but from a career standpoint.
1: Okay, so my psychology applied.
0: Come closer though. Oh,
1: sorry. My psychology background applied to this because I was like, you know what? I need to be more social. I mean, I do. I think I'm a people person. (laughs) Um, So relating to other people, and then um, you have to. Take, do some free jobs sometimes. You have to kind of know pretty people.
0: <laughs> people who want to get dolled up. <laughs> people who
1: want to get dolled up. You know, you would have to do that for free and then take pictures. Pictures is it's like a lot with marketing makeup because, you know, this is your brand. This is your work. Um, so you have to put a lot into it and then just cho- uh, choose who like who you would want to represent your brand, basically. Then I would go out to, like, little events and say, oh, you know, I'm a makeup artist, and then also word of mouth mattered. Um, you know, the relationship is not just you doing makeup. It's about you building a relationship with another person. They're inviting you in, your per- in their personal space. So you kind of have to make that matter, make that count.
0: Yeah. Um, and then you leveraged makeup into acting. Um, did you act Did you get any formal training in acting? How did you get what was the first thing you did and how did you and tell us the story leading up to the king of the dance hall
1: My formal training in acting was being on set as a makeup artist, so you know being on set yeah, after you do makeup for that actor, you have to be on standby behind the scenes, watching ensuring that that, that actor has no sweat whatsoever is in tip top shape you have to be like constantly watching, but instead of just watching the makeup, I was watching their action, watching the directions they were given um, imagining the whole scenario and just following them around and you know just seeing how they like put the action forward and I was like hmm, cool but I never ever thought of doing it myself I was just watching it and intrigued by the whole thing. Then, one day, um, makeup artist, I was working on set for a commercial with Usain Bolt and we all had to park at the Spanish Court Hotel. So I had to leave that set a little bit early because I had some clients booked that day as well. So the bus driver, crew bus driver, took me back to the hotel. And I was there in the parking lot, packing my kids into the trunk to hurry up and go. And remember today, now you know, I've been on set all day, I really popped down. No makeup, hair a mess, clothes a mess. It was just, ugh. But I guess I saw something in me to approach me. So his um, team, they approached me and they were like, you know, we're having an audition for this movie with Nick Cannon called King of the Dance Hall yeah and you know you have, i saw it advertised like on social media but you know they were asking for a dancing background and all of that but i didn't dance in like five years at the time so i was like out of shape i was just uh. <laughs> so i was like i wasn't even considering that so i was like you know there are real dancers out there leave it to them so they were like kimmy make sure you come tomorrow just try it out why not I went home, called my sister, which is like my best friend as well. and she Same one like, you were
0: guinea pig in earlier. Same one,
1: same one. Literally, we're like one a day from a year apart. She is born November 6, 1988, 1989, and I'm November 7, 1988. So on her birthday, we're the same age, and then the next day, I'm older. <laughs> That's how close we are. We're basically twins, so I share everything with her. She was like, Kimmy, what well, you have to lose, just go. It's not like, anybody, it's not like you're going to be a detrimental situation to anything, so go. So I was like, all right then. So I arrived super early, sitting in the car alone. The place was closed. I was like, oh my gosh, Kerry, are you sure I should do this? She's like, yeah, just stay. You're already there anyway. So they opened up the place and I went in. So I was the first in, sitting down, and then all the dancers started coming in, and they were doing their routine and everything, and I was just there like gosh I don't know how to do any of these dances (laughs) I don't know what definitely not gonna get the part but let me just still do it so I was called up first for the role did the audition in front of Nick and everything and he was like you know you should stay for the rest of the day and see how it plays out so I was like okay I didn't do any dancing at all yet so I was there hanging out then the dancers came the crews came and they were doing their routines and stuff and then after a while, Nico's like, so, um, oh, Kimberly, go. So I was like, what? <laughs> so I was like, um, all right. This time I have to act confident, you know, even though you may expect me alone to dance so after all of that just happened. So anyways, I got up there and I said. You would have never known, Say, I never danced yesterday. The way how I just threw it down, you know.
0: Spirits of nanny coming.
1: Oh, <laughs> I said, I just did everything out there. And I said, as soon as I did the last move, I just ran outside And I said, <sighs> <laughs> I couldn't breathe.
0: <laughs> we held it in, What? itself. And that's the spirit of a champion, you know? Yes perform when it's time to perform and if you have to stress afterwards but when it's time to show up you show up I love that,
1: that wasn't the time to be shy and that wasn't the time for excuses you just have to do what you have to do at least you did the best leave your best on the floor and see what happens from then I was chosen immediately the role was closed nobody else could get that part
0: so tell us about congratulations on that by the way tell us about the process of for King of the Dance Hall for that role, was... was um What's the character's name again? Maya, Maya which is a beautiful name. I, for, I love that name. Yeah. Um, I, I remember watching the movie, and I felt so connected to Maya, because it's like a new Maya somewhere. You know that story of a girl who... You know, kind of shy, kind of brave, not too united, bugger mix up, but yeah. she have a them. Yeah. Um, tell us, was that character close to you, and what was the preparation process like?
1: Um, one second. Just let me.
0: Yeah. So, what was the prep- preparation process like?
1: Um. Do I have any connection to Mayo? Um. I think so. Maybe that's why it was kind of easy to find. Um her, that character, that mind, the mind space. Um, So Maya is a little rebel. At the same time, she has her morals. So even though she was in the dance hall setting, she still was supposed to be that good girl. Um, With that, she has a very soft heart. And I guess a lot of people can identify with that. So, I mean, even just from reading the script, while I was reading it, I was like, hmm, I could connect with this, her life. And I was like, Maya wouldn't say this. Or in this situation, Maya would do this. So that's kind of how we came, became one.
0: Because acting is the vocal and physical interpretation of a text. Um, without training, that's kind of hard to do and, and play Internalize characters. Um, so did, did this come easy and effortless for you, playing alongside Nick Cannon, who he has some training in doing this because he's been doing it for years, and there were other actors on set who, who were seasoned people. Was that intimidating for you? Did you find it easy?
1: Well, first of all, I was like the only no-face person. There was Nick Cannon, Whoopi Goldberg, Lou Gossett Jr., Krisha Turner, Collie Boys, Buster Rhymes... I was the only no face person so listen just like how I left everything on that floor that day at audition that was not they weren't going to over no that overshadowing wouldn't happen I needed to come and represent Jamaica I needed to come and put my best foot forward because I didn't know what make result from this so was I intimidated nope and then remember, at the same time, with my makeup career, I was working with like celebrities and stuff before. So in my mind, I'm like, yo, this is a normal person. You don't need to feel inferior. You don't need to feel um, like you, like they are better than you. They have more experience, yes, but that doesn't mean that you cannot do your best and shine. And,
0: and what was that moment like, um, kissing Nick Cannon? <laughs>
1: Is it that first kiss? She
0: blushed. <laughs> yeah, still
1: making me blush today because i always watching movies and then I'm like, how is it that, that, that these two people just go out there and just kiss like that? So I knew that the kissing scene was coming up like the following day. I think this was like on day seven. So I was like, oh my gosh, should I like the day before, should I talk to him or <laughs> what should I do? I didn't know what to do. Nothing happened. I didn't talk to him or anything, like, outside of the work space. Then on the day, <laughs> during the scene, during another scene where he wasn't supposed to kiss me, right? It was like a little um, outtake. Not outtake, but... Um, yeah, it was just like a little moment that he figured would needed that kiss. So when he walked right over to me and just started kissing me, I was like,
0: oh, okay... <laughs> So Nick kissed you, a warning. Nick!
1: <laughs> and he's the when he kissed, and then he was, because he was a director as well, so he was kissing, and then he was like, okay, cut! And then, you know, he was very professional about it while I was like, you know, I was like in my little girl's zone, like, <laughs> blushing. I was like, oh my gosh, did that just happen?
0: Because this was your first on-screen kiss ever.
1: Ever! First, remember, no acting background whatsoever. So this was like... The first of everything, so I was like, "Oh my gosh!"
0: <laughs> so did he? Did he say anything like afterwards? Like, yo, I kind of felt like kiss or did you say anything or what did you feel?
1: Uh, everything was just happening in my mind because <laughs> <you> remember, <laughs> this was like a fantasy. <laughs> but at the same time, I had to be like Kimmy, this is not you, this is Maya. Tarzan is kissing Maya. Nick is not kissing Kimmy, so don't even bother. Get in there, just just stay focused because he kept it professional all the way. So I sh- thought I should keep it professional too. So that was
0: did, it. Did you have a boyfriend at a time?
1: I did. So, how did he feel? Uh, <laughs> let's just say we're not together.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: you should understand. You're
0: acting. I
1: was hoping that he would understand and you know support me. And because I mean, this is an opportunity that. It doesn't happen like in Jamaica as often as it should because Jamaica is so beautiful and should be out there on screen. And when I saw this opportunity, I was like, listen, I cannot pass this up, so can you please stand beside me and support me And um, we've been together for so and so years. You should be able to trust me enough to know that how loyal I am to you. This is just acting. And he never know the doors that this could open for me, and ultimately for you, because we're a team. But he. But well, he never understood. He never understood. I guess ego is like a big thing for men.
0: Oh yeah, he's going. He's he's going to be like Beyonce's first boyfriend. Yeah.
1: Like. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: So, what's next for you, though? Are you are you going into more movies? Um, are you going to launch your makeup line? Because um, I do think you're absolutely beautiful. Uh, I love your work. I love your acting work. I love your makeup work. I, I've been watching you for years. Um, my, I have a picture of you years ago at the Hilton Hotel where you were doing makeup, and I remember you. You look the same, by the way. And this is like. eight years ago and you look the same and I remember you being so much on the grind then I couldn't tell that you were that age then I don't know how old you were then but you seem so young but mature in what you were doing so are you going to take makeup to the next level and what's next for you?
1: I'm always taking things to the next level one way or another I'm always looking out for a new opportunity just because I may have like a slow period doesn't mean that I will stop there um, I do have a cosmetic line in, in, in mind. Um, you know, sometimes you just have to wait for the right moment. And I strongly believe in that. If, I, if it's not meant to happen at this time, it won't ever work out for you. But, you know, you will see the signs. And once you just go the flow and just ride the waves, it will take you where you're supposed to be. Um, as for acting, I've done... Um, after the King of the Dance, I've done a web series. I've done an international short film, which was just um, which just premiered at the Urban World Film Fest Film Festival. In New Say New the York. name of it. Urban World. Oh, oh, Unspoken is the name of it at the Urban World Film Festival um, recently. And then, and and what's
0: the name of the web series?
1: The web series is it's actually local, and it's called.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> have that
1: brain fart moment.
0: Kimmy <laughs> don't <laughs> <to> remember old <laughs> web series. It's, it. it's here, it's here, it's here. <laughs> it's called Losing Patience. Lo- oh yeah, I know Losing Patience. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> oh, I,
1: mean, I can't believe that.
0: <laughs> Wasn't it on TVJ? It was on yes.
1: TVJ, local director, young and... Um, We did our first season, and then we're about to do season two, so you could look out for that soon. Um, And then, as I said, I did Unspoken, and then now I'm actually halfway through finishing um, a feature film called The Family Business.
0: It would
1: also be like a series, so I don't know if it would be on Netflix, BET, but it's also international. So I've done three international jobs and one local.
0: So your yeah, IMDb is like up there. It's
1: it's 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 doing well.
0: <laughs> it's a nice credit list. Um, are you thinking about going into directing, producing stuff?
1: You know, you never know. I'm not going to say no, but I think you just look out for it. Older you now. <laughs> A woman never tells her age. I'm joking.
0: They're going to find out on the internet. I was like, going to write one for you.
1: Well, I'm currently 29.
0: Oh, you're so beautiful, though. Like, 29-year-old, you look, like, really young.
1: People always say uh, I look like 22, 23. I mean, you know, thanks to my parents for good genes.
0: I think you just drink water. You, just drink water. you know, I barely
1: drink water, but I need to. Yeah. Maybe that's the
0: secret. It's a lot. No, no, <laughs> don't. <laughs> and um, as you as you grow and develop, um, people will be watching you because you, you have a, a personal charm that I think translates in everything that you do. Um, if you if you could lend something about you to other creatives, what would that be?
1: Um, to keep it real all the time. Never, like, refuse to be that listening ear to another person. Um, you never know who you may be healing that day. You never know that person who you just want somebody to talk to. Always smile. Just one smile could make a difference in somebody's day. You never know. Just stay humble as well. Once that humility goes away, oh, you're, you just might as well just stop what you're doing because this it will take you so far, further than you could even ever even imagine. So that's what I could share with everybody else.
0: Alright, this segment is a word association segment. I'm just going to throw a word at you and you're just going to tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Alright? Love.
1: Kimmy, a joke. A joke,
0: a joke, a joke.
1: <laughs> Love, life.
0: Ex-boyfriend. Missing out. (laughs) (laughs) King of the dance hall.
1: Successful.
0: Uh, Kimmy.
1: (sighs) Relatable. Family. Matters. Sister. Needed.
0: Social media.
1: Important. Acting. Love it. Makeup make up my bread and butter even though you said one word <laughs> my bread and butter
0: nah that's cool kimberly patterson <laughs> thank you so much for joining me on the top form podcast before we go i just want you to say my name say whatever you're gonna do it so say this is kimberly patterson and you're listening to the top form podcast
1: this is kimberly patterson and you're listening to listening to the top form podcast and don't forget to listen out for this one because this one is going to stand out
0: over all the
1: rest that he's done already.
0: <laughs> She's talking about all these top people that I've interviewed. <laughs> now, but this is definitely a fun one. All right, thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you, Kimberly, for joining me today on the Top Form Podcast. Hub. this episode was sponsored by the hub co-working space 34 lady most road kingston jamaica